I know a life of crime led me to this sorry fate. And yet, I, I blame society. Society made me what I am. That's bullshit. What you people?
Episode 4 of the Teenage Bonehead Podcast, now on iTunes. How's that for progress? Anyways, I'm happy to announce that you can now subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Of course, I'll still be posting the episodes on SoundCloud as well uh, until I run out of space, or we'll see how that works out. But uh, we have our first interview in today's episode with Adam Ali, or Adam Alive, from It's Alive Records, uh, and one of the organizers for San Diego's Awesome Fest, which is taking place in September. I really had to tweak the audio on the interview, and I know that some parts are muffled, but I really couldn't find a better program for my cell phone to record the interview. Uh, I guess I'll look into Skype for the next one. Anyways, I've split it up into three parts since the interview was pretty lengthy, so let's move it right along and get the podcast going.
we're here talking with Adam Ali, owner of It's Alive Records and uh, one of the organizers for San Diego's Awesome Fest. How's it going, Adam? All right, dude. Pretty hot today. <laughs> I know, huh? Pretty hot. Uh, anyways, how how has the whole planning of the festival been going? It's it's good. It's uh, it, it was uh, I don't know. We kind of had our stuff together a lot better the last year. Uh huh. Um, six of us that did it last year are all back this year, so it started like you know just really smooth, really, really organized, and, I don't know, kind of had a couple of hiccups, we were, uh, thinking about trying something different, potentially, like, all-ages kind of show, uh-huh. which, it, it's a, I don't know, it's a lot easier said than done, I guess, and, um, you know, because how do you integrate, uh, all-ages with the other venues, which are, you know, everyone's going to be drinking a lot, yeah. and, you know, the kids can only go from the all-ages venue, not to the bars, you know, handling capacity is but it's something we totally want to try and do next year. Uh-huh. Now that it's uh, an idea that got brought up by uh, Jay Corin from Fast Car Directors in San Diego, they were really, really into that idea. So we're gonna try and do that next year. And um, but yeah, we kind of all got like hung up on trying to make that work. Cool, cool. And uh, who else is involved in setting it up? Uh, Todd Taylor from Race Kick Records. He's uh. I don't know, honestly, he's kind of like the you know, official leader. Everyone kind of looks at that dude's organization. So, uh, Todd Taylor, myself, uh, Kyle Paggle from Movie Authentico Records, uh-huh. Andy, also from Movie Authentico Records, and Christina, who does uh, the Silver Party's Over Productions, uh-huh. and Party Marty from uh, The Party's Over. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, like I said, though, we, we, we got some uh, San Diego people involved this year, too. Cool. And this is, uh, what is, is what is this? Is this, like, the fifth year that it's been going on, or? Yeah, this is the fifth year. Uh, the first two, first two years were at Worthington Tavern in, uh, Riverside, Marty Marty. It was, uh, he told me the first one was, uh, I was there, I've been to all the years, but, uh, that first one was more or less just like one big show, kind of all day. Oh, huh. We really wanted to set up something for, for Geo Landmarks, so we played a bunch of people. That was their first time out here, out west, uh, a couple years before they hadn't directed that or anything. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's been in San Diego ever since the third year. Cool, cool. And uh, what are what are some of the bands that are going to be playing? Oh, there's a 65 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, some of the, the bigger names. Uh, the big the big deal this year is here in Chaka. We're going to do a reunion set. Uh, bananas. Who? So people get to see him on the West Coast. Well, mm-hmm. outside of the West Coast, it's kind of a rare thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even like Southwest, they usually don't come lower than the Bay Area. But bananas, beachings um, are playing, and that's kind of a huge deal for a lot of us. I don't know. I don't know how, how big of a deal they are to everybody, but all of us in the group, like that was like the main band. Every one of us had on all of our lists. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen them play down here a few times this year, but um, you know they never get anywhere very far what, uh, this year. So I think it's going to be a big party for a lot of these people to get to see them. A uh, ton of bands coming from from Ottawa, which is like a crazy good scene in Canada. The White Wire, uh-huh. big band, Creeps Crusades, Visitors, that's awesome. They have all those kids out. All the local San Diego bands, all the local LA bands, every band that talks to yeah. All the regulars and then a ton of stuff from, from Minneapolis. They've been like, Minneapolis is like huge, huge order of office. 
Soviet, Goddamn Do Up Band. Uh-huh. And I'm sure some more. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to be really good lineup. And um, I'm, I'm more excited for this year than I've been for every 10 years since. Cool, yeah. So, it sounds like a good lineup. Um, you said, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a big, you know, you said you don't know if it's a big deal, but uh, I mean, to anyone going, I'm pretty sure it'll be a big deal because you don't really get to see these bands so much throughout the year. And when they do pass by for something this big, it's like you get to see so many different bands at once. You don't, you know, it's kind of like you get your mind blown or something like that. But, yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, it's really cool because uh, for smaller bands, it's just a perfect opportunity for them to play as much as people out here because it seems so hard for bands to get out to the West Coast from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just awesome. The desert kills everybody there. You get to Southern California. Maybe people have this idea that like every show is huge in Southern California, but you know, you and I have been to those shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty people, you know. Yeah. Bar stuff. It's awesome for them to come out for this to have smaller bands, and also to have bigger bands because you know people from here also get bigger bands every now and then. But I mean, like I said, with people coming from all across the country, um, they can see these big bands in one place with all these little bands, whereas they might not get a chance. Yeah, literally. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing behind every set. Yeah. I think that's there. But, um, no, it's cool, man. I, I, I try to get so many of these, like, smaller bands I love out here. say one bad thing about us about uh, Southern California is that you know when bands do come out there's so much going on all the time that people are pretty much like eh you know I'll see them next time or 
you know, when we've been to those shows when there's only 10, five people and like you feel kind of bummed out, like, well, why isn't anybody here? But, uh, you know, this is pretty cool for all these bands because they get this chance to, you know, expose themselves to so many people that probably wouldn't even think about going to a show during the week or, you know, driving that far to go to it. So, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that you guys are doing this. Um, I haven't had a chance to go out to the actual Awesome Fest just because it always falls on my wife and my daughter's birthdays because their birthdays are on the 5th and the 6th of September. But, I mean, hopefully I can make it to this year. I'll, I'll see what's up with that. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, what was the... There's also a lot of pre-shows. Like, uh, there's always uh, a few pre-shows leading into it in, in all over L.A. Usually there's always some in San Pedro, Long Beach, uh, L.A. Popper, and then, you know, Marty and Christina are always looking at the name of their practice in San Diego. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of pre-fest shows, so, you know, you can get a chance to see some of these bands that are in town for this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it helps. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, so who was the most difficult band for you guys to get a hold of, or who, who were you guys... Uh, wanting to make sure you had for for this fest, you know? Well, there's still a couple we're working on that we've been working on since we started months ago. Uh-huh. So I don't want to think of the artist yet because if we don't get them, that'd be kind of a bummer and also. You know, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, it kind of sounds silly, but the Mean Jeans are, <laughs> we're all at their shows, but they're kind of, they're not really like internet dudes. Uh-huh. You know, Scared of Chalk, that was that was called Todd Taylor. Do you have any tips for people coming in for the fest? You know, out of towners maybe, so they can you know make their fest experience a little more enjoyable. Yeah, San Diego. The, the part of San Diego is in North Park is awesome. Like um, the thing about San Diego is different than Baltimore, or you know maybe a lot of cities that like fest happening. It's like where's that North Park? Maybe don't need a car to do million things. Mm-hmm. There's like great food everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. Great pizza, great Mexican food, just everything is right there and you can walk. So really you kind of just kind of get to town, you know, fly, if you're flying, if you're driving, you got a car, you're set. But I mean, uh, once you're there, you know, you can walk, you can ride a bike. It's, it's just a great place to be a bunch of friends, of course, you know, everyone comes to these things. Yeah, that's what I like about San Diego is that everything's like condensed, you know, you can get to it pretty easily, as opposed to, like, L.A., where you have to drive from location to yeah, location. Yeah, L.A. is difficult. We, we were thinking about that before, uh, before it got settled on San Diego last year. Mm-hmm. You know, where can we do this? And it's, it's really just, it really is the perfect place for this kind of fast. It's, it's, I don't know, it, it seems not worth the effort to try and make something else work, because it, it just seems so great there. There's a ton of places that have the shows. And like I said, just a bunch of places to keep hang out and have fun during the day for all the people that are, you know, making a whole thing out of this, not just for the shows. Yeah, it just, it, it works at that location. Um, where can people get tickets? Uh, the website is www.awesomefest5.com. Five is spelled out. It's the number five. So awesomefest5.com. Uh, the only place to get them. Like big events or anything like that. It's real simple, it's 35 bucks a day now. Um, you'll, you'll, you know, super simple. Um, registration will be held for the first two days. Um, I believe at the Somerset Hotel, but we're gonna, it, it'll be online, all that info. So, yeah, I'm gonna pass those to everyone. 
Um, I know you mentioned the two bands that you guys are still talking to, but uh, do you have any surprises lined up besides those two bands? Anything you guys are working behind the scenes to maybe, you know, that extra push to get people to show up? It wouldn't be a surprise if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll be personally surprised if uh, if ever ready to get together. Oh, uh, yeah. Here. I don't uh-huh. even know how many kids that have showed up to this thing were around long enough to go to a I mean, dude, that was huge. I love Everready and I love uh-huh. this year. So that would be a big surprise. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Cool, but um, yeah, as far as fest, you know, you guys can go on the website that I mentioned. I'll also be posting links. Alive, what do you have coming down the pipe? Any any new records? Dude, I've got I've got too many records coming out. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> my my credit cards are just oh. <laughs> killing me right now. Uh, new seven inches coming out in July from uh, Malton Death. They're from uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, awesome band. Uh, also in July, seven inch from the Maxies from Greenland. It's crazy, I've never done anything with the band. Before. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, and the copyrights, a single from the copyrights, um, one album track, with a few uh, demos that did the album. That's all July, August, uh, doing the copyrights of the album on vinyl. Uh, yeah, Creeps, uh, reissue of the Creeps, most recent album on vinyl. Uh, the Crusades from Canada, mm-hmm. awesome band. Cool. Doing their album. And a little bit later than that, uh, the Manics, we are more than likely going to be doing their LP, their new album. Uh-huh. And then some more local stuff, uh, City Mouse, Austin Band from uh, Inland Empire here, cool. Mm-hmm. And Underground Road, Candyland, got a 
they got a, a couple of uh, outtakes from their last album. Mm-hmm. They want to release, so using that on seven inch. Cool. I think that's all I have. It, and, uh, that's out and probably uh, I'm hoping certainly uh, be my double being your dopamine. Oh, uh, cool. With hopefully trying to get those these each Four songs. It sounds like you have a full plate already. I mean, <laughs> that's like so many record director that you mentioned. People should be really excited. Um, what's one dream band that you wish you would have released? Off of their heads, for sure. That's why Zach was, uh, you know, we've been friends with Zach from Rivethead. Mm-hmm. Landlord for years. Met him at some bar show forever ago. Didn't know who they were. So I'm hung out with Brad at that fight, so... No, I always wanted to do a Rivethead record ever since then. That was before we had a label. Mm-hmm. The first time we saw the which became our first release. Uh-huh. And then I was waiting on them to be like, yeah, let's do a Rivethead record. It was, you know, they were, you know, now, hindsight, knowing they were kind of like in the end and just like, yeah, but I was just holding out for that. And uh, Zach was like, hey, man, my roommate's got a band, and uh, I play guitar and they're bopping their heads. Uh-huh. And he wanted to do that. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, just sitting there waiting on Riverhead, and it never happened, and those songs from off the head ended up becoming hostile movie games. Uh-huh. So, we could have potentially put out one of the best punk rock records of the past decade. Uh-huh. And we didn't. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. That actually, yeah. That- that actually would probably lead to my next question that I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you what's one release that you regret not putting out. So would you say it was that one? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like it was like all set up and ready to go and it happened. You know, it would have been our third release, huge, you know, on my list of which I could have, <laughs> would have, when I could have. I certainly should have, so. Anything else you want to plug before we let you go? Yeah, there should be a bunch of Randy records. Cool, cool. Well, thanks a lot, man. And, uh, you know, we'll hope to hear from you soon. And uh, I guess I'll see you at some shows. I know, yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Thanks. I know.
its fucking face in And I'll eat it while it sleeps That crimson snow My heart's desire You know I'm smiling ear to ear When there's blood on my fucking face Oh no 
Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your best friend? Why won't you let me be your